afternoon. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to TLR, the Ludicrous Report, episode 28. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Joey Carney, and with me, the lovely, the amazing, the hardworking Diva Incarnate, Isa. How are you? I'm doing good. I love I love that intro because we literally just had a uh, heart to heart before we went on air yeah. about working hard and dogs. So, yeah. you know, you know, I appreciate you the same. Always look forward to talking to you. Uh, this is my favorite hour of the week. So many things to talk about today. Uh, not so good things. I, I, I don't know. Are, I, I, have a, I have one good thing that I forgot to send you. Can oh, yeah? we put Bad Bunny on the list of, of performers that headline Coachella and main event Monday Night Raw two days later? Yeah. What can't Bad Bunny do? Come on. This guy. <laughs> And in the middle of that, uh, reportedly be dating Kendall Jenner. Yeah, so, yeah, no big deal, you know. <laughs> living his life. He's just doing everything. <laughs> I was just like, people were like, I, I, I saw people yesterday, like on social media, like, oh, my bunny's running late to Raw. And I'm like, bro, he just had like Coachella, the biggest music festival, like there is, like two days ago. Cut him a break. <laughs> <laughs> so many, uh, this, he's just, he's on another level. I, I don't know. He's. But uh, we'll we'll get into Bad Bunny. We'll get into. We always get. We always get. We have our little corners. We have the Kardashian corner. We have. A, we have. I think we have to make a Bad Bunny corner because. Yeah, just for me. I live there alone. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, uh, one topic I guess we could start talking about. Uh, start the show with. Uh, Don Lemon. Lemon for from. Uh, uh, was it CNN? CNN. CNN. Terminated. Fired. Uh, released. Future endeavored, what we're used to, we're, the term, terminology we're used to hearing with wrestling. Yeah, future um, endeavored. <laughs> yeah. What the hell happened here? Because I, I always see when I watch CNN, I, I always see him on. Right, always. Yeah, um, and he's he does a. I mean, I thought he did a pretty good job. Like he was always very like straight to the point and right. Adds a little drama to it, obviously, but. I got I got lost in this rabbit hole yesterday on Twitter, and I know that he was speaking to like uh, I don't know if he was like a politician or whatever. And this politician started talking. There was a conversation between them, and the politician started talking about like being African American. And he was like, "How are you going to tell me about how I live my life? Like, yeah. like I get it. I'll be like you talking to me about how do we Puerto Rican, right? Like, I'll be like, come on, I understand <laughs> that you have a conflict, but you're not going to know better than me. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people in the comments of, of, I sent you one post. It was a couple of posts because I was just like, I, it was flooding my timeline. And I'm like, I, I, I have my timeline, the For You page on Twitter, pretty trained to only show me Bad Bunny and dogs. Like, that's all I like. So that's all that would show up on purpose. Yeah. But this kept showing up. So I was like, this must be trending. I have no idea what the reason was. Some people are speculating it was that particular conversation. But I've seen him have very heated debates about race or gun laws yeah. or other things in CNN in the past. The most shocking thing about this news is that apparently he wasn't like personally informed. He just got no. it like I, I saw that he posted where he was just like they didn't even have the respect to like like let me go like that. And I was just like that's crazy. I'm not a news person if I'm being no. honest with you. I don't yeah. like it. I go on Twitter, I check what's trending. If something big happens, I search it on Twitter, read up on it, right? But I'm not a person to tune into the news. But I I did remember um during the pandemic 
Yeah. And during the Black Lives Matter, um, when, when all the, you know, the protesting and stuff was going on, I did watch the news during that period of time. And I actually really enjoyed his reporting. I actually thought he was great. And back then, I remember him having similar heated debates about this topic. So that's why I'm like, they would let him go for this. He's been very outspoken about these kind of issues on CNN yeah. in the past. But I... I I don't like news people, but he was one of the very few that I like. I also had a little crush on Chris Cuomo, who also got released a long time ago. Oh, for that's me. funny, because my, my mom felt the same way. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, because he, he can get it, bro. <laughs> and he, well, listen, he got, he, got, he got canned for, you know, there was things. His brother was right. governor of New York, and he was involved in some stuff. So, like, I get it, but I don't at the same time. But this one mm -hmm. in particular, this is a very weird one. I'm, I'm looking at the at the article now. Mm -hmm. He uh, Don was with CNN for 17 years. 17 years. Mm -hmm. And he was informed by his agent. Like they didn't even contact him. I know. His agent told him. Um, just, I guess it's just shocking stuff. I mean, how it makes you think. Like, I'm not a. I was never a fan of the corporate structure, the corporate world, because right. this is how they tend to. I know. You're a number. You're a number and a, and a settlement package. You really are. And there's always somebody else making the decision for you. Yeah. You know, I ran a company where I was like VP of operations and I was running it for a quite a very big person in New York City who wanted to stretch his marketing to something else, but he didn't know. So I ran it for him, right? So I was running it. Yeah. But every time they wanted to budget cut or do something, they would come in here and said, oh, I think we could spare an employee. Uh, we're picking this one. And they wouldn't even understand why I have hired that person or what that person's role was. They were just looking at salaries or, you know, how much that person was doing. It didn't matter. It was like I run it, but they 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 would come in and terminate my people without me knowing. It was just a matter of I remember that it came to one point where I was like, you terminate them because I, it was my job to also do yeah. it, to have the conversation. I was like, I'm not doing this. This is not my decision. So if yeah. you guys want to go ahead and make this decision for me, you do it. But you are literally right. You're a number. You're not. You, you don't mean a lot in corporate. And a lot of people have asked me, oh, do you miss the corporate world? No, I don't. And I did I have a great salary? I did. Was I underpaid? A million percent. So it's just like, you know, I, I hate corporate. They treat you like a number. And when I read what you just said, it made me wonder what I just told you. It's like maybe the person that had to make the decision to release him didn't even want to tell them because they weren't in agreement of that decision because I've been putting that decision myself. And I'm like, I'm not freaking telling them this isn't this isn't on me. But to call the agent, that is like such a rookie thing. This is a respected guy that was there for almost 20 years. Yep. And I'm, I'm looking down the article now. It said the move comes just two months after Lemon was benched briefly for sexist comments he made about Nikki Haley when oh. he said she was no longer, in quotes, in her prime at 51 years old. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, everything is really, better right. now. Like, <laughs> I, we, we should, have, I know we keep throwing these concepts for shows and we never do it, but we should have a, a, a show where we just talk about how filtered everything is today. And it's like, how are we really supposed to, the, now, I don't think that you should be having opinions on people's looks or, or, you know, races or sexual no. orientations. That's just nothing. But there is, so much that you can't really report the way you're supposed to or have debates yeah. open debates because everything is like you 
You get the point. Yeah. So it's like, I feel bad for these news channels. Fox don't care, though. Fox will put anybody in their freaking channel. Well, speaking of Fox, and I found it very, very weird, too. I don't know if you saw this also. Uh, Fox let go uh, Tucker Carlson the same day. I saw that. The They're going to go to News Nation together, like Turkey yeah. said on the chat. <laughs> so I was thinking maybe there was like some sort of like budget cut or because like big people being re- like let go on the same day, like. No, they're going to start hiring younger, woke people. That's what yeah. they're going to do. And <laughs> let, me a- let me ask you, because that, that, that's actually, I believe, what will happen. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in that or do you think that's just bonkers? Like woke culture? Yeah, like if, they, if these news networks start picking up these younger... Listen, I believe, obviously, the younger generation is the future. But right. the woke culture is a whole other ball game. And I feel yeah. like that being put on the news, there there will be a disconnect somewhere with, with the people. Like, uh, Yeah, I think you can hire new faces, right? And kind of like refresh it. You just got to yeah. be careful or at least keep a good balance. You know, bring somebody woke, bring somebody non-woke that we can have like fun debates between them. I don't know. But yeah, I'm not a big woke culture person or cancel culture too i don't like it i think if somebody's gonna get canceled it will happen organically i'm not i'm not a fan of the mob moves to cancel someone for you know something they did like 10 years ago like i don't know like it's just weird to me but yeah i do think that some of these news channels are gonna start getting younger people just to refresh the look of the channels and all that but Who's watching news, Joey? It's the older people. You think they want to see young people or they want to see the faces they're familiar with and have trusted for years? That's a real question to ask yourself if you're running a news network. Like you said earlier, the, the last time that I really sat down and even watched the news, like watched it, watched it, uh, was during the pandemic. And before mm-hmm. that, I can only look at like when there's like uh, like for, polit- for political campaigns, like presidency, elections. Right. That's when I'm kind of like, intrigued to see what's going on but the other day i was at my parents house and they had they had fox on and then they switched to cnn and i saw the difference in yeah the style the style the verbiage they use uh but the the common thing with all these networks there's never one thing that's good it's always bad They always report the bad stuff and they're always reporting the same thing. You can flip through all of them and it's just a matter of who do you want to see deliver you the same news. Like it's just, unless it's a very slow news day, they're all talking about the same topic. And that's what really sticks out to me too. When I did watch, it was the difference in styles. It's just really, like I don't mean to bring back the Cuomo brothers again, but I'll never forget during the pandemic, there was like a clip that went viral of Chris interviewing his brother and it's in the middle of the pandemic when New York was falling apart. And they had that really sweet conversation where he was like, please call mom. She's oh worried about you. Oh, my God. I was like, that was so wholesome. And he brought a smile to my face in the middle Mother of fighting. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of like such an uncertain time. And then they start arguing over who's mom's favorite. And I was like, OK, that was too wholesome. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it was it was it was uh, I, I'll never forget how much joy that little clip brought me because we were in such weird times, you know, and just to see them just completely break character and start being brothers live on air it was cute and i wish when i think about that i wish that news reporters were more that way more relatable more like these people are delivering you devastating news at times they could be taking hope away they, you know and it would just be nice for them to be relatable and 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 make it feel more personal 
like yeah. more personalized to you. And I think that in order to do that, yes, you have to hire younger people, but also diversity. And I do think that he brought diversity and he was willing to to talk about topics that maybe not everybody can talk about or are willing to talk about. Well, listen, he was, or he is, African-American, mm-hmm. gay. Mm-hmm. I mean, he fits, he checks the boxes for a lot of different diverse subjects that I think that that was a great, he's a great person to have in that position who can speak yeah. on different topics and give, you know, his thoughts and, and opinions. So representation is very important yeah. and we should see some sort, some form of it in the people delivering us the things that are going on in the world. That's all I'm saying. Um, but I'm pretty sure any other news network will be lucky to get them. Oh, if course. he chooses to go in that direction. Well, uh, I don't know if he's on Twitter or not, um, because now it's really hard to find anybody on Twitter. Now that <laughs> Are we going to no. talk about checkmark gate? <laughs> no more checkmarks for people. That was a good decision, right? You like that? Yeah, that was excellent, because you're absolutely, there was a day where you, you had to click on people's profile to make sure they were them. Like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to talk about checkmark gate. I put out an interview today or earlier this morning, and when I was doing my information on TikTok, on Twitter, I had to make sure I was tagging the right people. I was like triple checking to make sure. I was like, "This is crazy! Like, I hate this. I hate I, it. I hate it." I couldn't help but to find a little sense of irony on how the check mark went from a status symbol when we first started on social media to a joke. It's yeah. a joke and a meme and how high you pay for this now. I do think that uh, that mar- big market is should, big companies should pay for it and their people associated with them. Yeah. Like WWE did. If you look at it, all the WWE people got the check marks back. I'm sure that WWE did the whole company thing yeah. where everybody then gets their check marks. But did I have fun? Did I have fun that day seeing who was paying for Twitter and who wasn't? Because, yeah. you know, for a whole day, it would show up. And a lot of Roman Reigns didn't have a check mark. Bad Bunny didn't have a check mark. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I love when you, uh, when you were able to click on the, if you ever clicked on the check mark, it yeah. used to say, oh, this person's a legacy account or this person yeah. pays for Twitter yeah. Blue. It's like, oh. But oh. do you see that Elon Musk was paying for Twitter Blue for some celebrities so that they could keep their check marks? You know what? I was, I was trying to tweet him and be like, yo, pay for Romans, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one. Travel chief. Acknowledge him. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's funny because the, the blue check mark, like, like you said, is a status symbol was a status symbol. Um, but I think I think we realized how important it really is. Like outside of the people paying for it. It's really important to know like if you are looking to go find news, right? You want to listen you want to read you you follow CNN or Fox, mm-hmm. right? There could be a hundred different CNNs and Fox accounts. Yeah. And now you don't know what's the truth and what's BS, like yeah, and so, now it's on Instagram as well. You can buy that yeah. check mark on Instagram. Fourteen ninety nine a month. I know because you get it on Facebook too. I'm like nobody uses Facebook, yeah. but um, 
the the one thing that I personally have always told people because a lot of people are like, why are you verified? I never apply for it. The only check mark, if you want me to be honest, as a content creator that I care about is the YouTube check mark because that check mark means accomplishment. You have to hit a hundred thousand subscribers. Like YouTube is not messing around with their check mark. Yeah. So I feel when you get that YouTube check mark, you worked hard on your channel. And I and I and I heard that. Twitter was starting to give back to people that have like a million followers. And I'm like, see, that makes sense. Why don't we make, if you're a celebrity, like legacy, whatever, but why don't we make the check mark mean something by making sure, because back in the day, you will get Twitter verified by just sending a blog that you wrote. Like, I, like, let's keep it real. People know how to cheat the system and be like, I have a YouTube channel and I wrote this article. It wasn't an article. It was your own personal blog, but you just needed to put a link on there for them to go ahead and, and verify you. Um, I I am team the checkmark should mean something. Like you should be yeah. like, you know, a, a celebrity or working hard to get that checkmark, not just pay for it or if you're associated with a company, then yes, because you work for them, right? But yeah. yeah, I saw Alexa Bliss, and I know Alexa Bliss had Twitter in the past about people scamming people on her behalf. And it's like, yeah. when you think about it that way, yeah, the checkmark does mean a lot. I think the blue the blue one, the one that, that everybody It's actually knows. white with a blue background. Yes, you are right. I was so mad because it was like blue checkmark was like trending, and I'm like... It's not blue. It's actually white. It's it's black if you have Twitter dark with the, you yeah. know, but whatever. You get my point. <laughs> I think that honestly, if, if like the article that we have here, uh, you know, The Weeknd, Taylor Swift, Khloe, Kardashian, uh, paying for these check marks, whatever the case may be, these people should have a blue check mark that right. they don't need to pay for. Companies... Correct. Verified companies, verified outlets, verified celebrities should have the blue check mark. Well, some now, companies have like a yellow one now, like a, like a gold one. Have you seen it? They, WWE, like, yeah. yeah. Is that still there? I know they keep changing it all. Yeah, it's still there. All right. So the companies, I guess, should have the, the gold. Uh, verified celebrities should have the blue. But if you're, uh, a, you know, you or I and or any other content creator or just Twitter user and you want to have a verified account... You should be able to pay for it, but you don't get a blue one. You get a different color. So it can kind of separate, you know, celebrity status. Right, right. Um, your, yeah, I like, saw I saw some people tweeting like, oh, I will do this without a check mark because I subscribe because of this, this, this. I will say Twitter Blue does offer some additional yeah. benefits that I can see some people wanting without even needing the check mark. Like oh, I, I, I personally I I I have an argument for every point that they make because I'm like, if I want to watch a video that's longer than two minutes, I'll go on YouTube. I'll go on TikTok. Yeah. I'm not on Twitter for videos, right? And some people is like, well, I can tweet longer. And I'm like, I don't want to read long tweets. Uh, tweet. No. We used to function 140 characters. And I'm the kind of person that is like, get to the point when I'm yeah. in normal conversation. So it's like, I don't want to read a tweet this long. Yeah. I'll go read a news article. I'm on Twitter for funny memes and like scrolling and reading something funny real quick. Not for that long format thing. Now, the edit button we should have without having to pay for it. Like that, I would die on that hill. So, you know, some people feel the need to like post these long videos. And I'm like, no, just post a preview and a link to your YouTube. Post a long video on YouTube. That's what YouTube was made for. So I there are people out there arguing, you know, I'm going to, I'll tell you what I did. I donated my $8 a month 
to a dog charity that I'm very passionate about because I'd rather give them my money than Twitter. So that's what I did. Everybody should follow it. Find a, find a charity that you're passionate about. Donate your money there unless you have a need for all of these features. But don't feel like you need a check mark to be someone. Like, no, that's not cute. Clip that. Clip that. <laughs> <laughs> The only reason I would ever see myself getting Twitter blue is because I am always writing. I'll write a tweet and I spell something wrong or I autocorrect and I, I tweet and then send it and then read it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like, at that point, the way that I feel about it is like, if you catch it fast enough, delete and tweet it again. Yeah, that's so what it's I mean. like. You know, because I think this edit button is like for the first hour that the tweet is up or something. You can oh, like, there's, there's oh, I didn't know that. See, I don't, yeah, it's so you can go back and edit it. And it's like typically I will read a tweet. Right, I I got so used to not having an edit button that unless I'm streaming, I will read it like as I'm posting it, like immediately after it goes up. So before, because I know some people like will leave it with the typo because they start getting likes. You don't want to yeah. take it down. So I try to read it as soon as that your tweet was sent pops up. I click it and I read it real quick to make. Sure sure that of course if somebody subscribed to my tweets which i don't assume they are have my notifications on they'll catch it but mm-hmm. i typically if i see it I, I delete it and i just read like we'll type it up again which was my argument to a to a edit button i'm like mm-hmm. well i think it's necessary we also been on twitter for i've been on twitter for a long time yeah it's like I, I i got used to it like do i need it yeah do i do i need it to survive no i i, I live without it just fine yeah. The article says that uh, some of the names that are still that are paying for it uh, for Twitter Blue, Taylor Swift, Chloe Kardashian, Ryan Reynolds, Soldier Boy, The Weeknd, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Nick Carter, LL Cool J, Sia, John Cena. Yeah, John Cena was I caught him. I caught him slipping. What's funny, though, is that they probably don't even know that they're paying for it. No, they have a social media person yes. that runs their account and uh, pay for it ahead of time so that they could post whatever content they need to post or to not run into the we are we might not have a check mark moment. Yeah. Uh, and they got smart about it. A lot of the people that did that have social media managers. They don't even they're not even aware of what they're paying for. You just let your marketing manager pay for everything. And most of them will pay for all these subscription services just to get all of these benefits. You know who did something extremely smart, and I wish he was watching this show so I can give him a shout out. Uh, Seamus did something so smart. I don't know if you checked out or you saw his his Twitter profile. I saw a few of the stuff he was tweeting that day. So Seamus added the blue check mark to his profile picture. Ah, that makes sense. That may- I did see that. So I did see look that. Look at Seamus's profile picture, like. On it somewhere is the blue. Yeah, but I think he got it back, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I don't know. I saw that, I think, yesterday or a couple days ago, something like that. I saw that, and I was like, that is so brilliant. And he's not doing that just so he has the blue check mark. He's doing that to show the fans that, like, this is his profile without having the Twitter blue status. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I I was like, that is such a smart guy, smart guy. Yeah, I th- I think while there is a necessity for it, I have fun seeing the breakdowns of people like, oh my god, were you really there? And I was like, oh my god, it's just a freaking check mark. Relax. <laughs> you know, if people want to know if it's really you, they'll click on your profile and they- they'll look at the number of followers and they'll know yeah. that you're you. You know, a lot of people talk about like, 
Um, I will say this, um, like with the Alexa Bliss case and other celebrities concerned with impersonation, if you are at that level of big, there are companies out there that I have a company that I hire and they scan the internet because I did have a period of time where I was getting fake profiles pop up or some of my photos being leaked. So I hire a company that every month they search everything for me. So if there's a fake profile that pops up, one of my picture leaks, I shouldn't leak anything. Yeah. Um, they they automatically send all the take it down things for me everything so it's like you can you can like get a social media person <laughs> you know what I mean because they're like sometimes it does get to that point and it is scary um, I personally had an Instagram account trying to scam people like getting them to subscribe to a whole different service and they were taking my pictures from one platform and posting them there and trying to sell them yeah. and that's when I was like okay I need I need to get protection because I can't keep up with this yeah. And there are companies out there, if you're worried about impersonation, that will search the internet for all of that for you twice a week and they just send you a report. All I do is look at the report. I see how many takedown notices there are, this and that. And if something goes really wrong, they'll yeah. reach out to me right away, like, hey, like there's this many leaks, this is kind of weird, blah, blah, blah. So, but yeah, like when it comes to that kind of stuff, people worrying about impersonations, catfish, and all that, there are companies out there. So maybe you should get some extra help with your social media because the, all those problems can be solved without needing a check mark. Isn't it crazy that people are actually doing it? <laughs> Like, yeah, that to me, like you have to be insane. Like, it makes no sense to me. I got, I got a crazy call one time of a guy that thought he was talking to me because somebody was using my pictures on a dating profile. <laughs> yep, <laughs> well, that was the most awkward conversation because I guess there were. He was to the point where they were going to meet. And I was like, oh, no, we're not meeting. I have no plans with you tonight, buddy. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, like, one of the most weird, random conversations I ever had. You'd be surprised what people on the Internet do. And it's like, at least pick somebody with, like, no followers. You don't think, like, it's somebody yeah. that's, like, a little bit known or, or that has public profiles. People are not going to be like, yo, somebody's using your pictures. But, yeah, that was that was a weird that was a weird moment for me. <laughs> People well, making fake profiles about me that I'm used to. But but you see my pictures on a dating app? I'm like, nobody want to date me. Trust me on that. You somebody else. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll Google myself just to see what comes up. Mm-hmm. Just to see if, like, there's others, like, other stuff out there that's not mine. Like, you never yeah. know. I don't know who the hell would do that to me, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> uh, Have you ever found anything strange? No, I've seen, so I found profiles of doctors who have my name and that's the only thing that comes up. So it's like, so like if something were to come up, it'd probably be good. Like, right. <laughs> it wouldn't be me, but it'd be somebody else. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that you don't have, that you don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. But like I'm I not, said. I'm not famous like you, you know. Like, I'm not famous. <laughs> I'm not fa- Apparently I, I'll be setting up dates for myself on, on freaking Tinder. <laughs> that's so funny i know oh man and he only found out because like his friend was like no i know her (laughs) they like pulled up my instagram and then that's where they dm me and i was like no that's not me i'm sorry (laughs) uh, i don't know this uh this next topic that you sent over like i had to double take because i thought it was actually like not terrifying but like very very weird Oh, um, I know which one we're going to. Okay. With Len Goodman. Yeah. 
how he predicted his own death last year. And I mean, even the day he predicted and he was one day short of what he predicted. How crazy. Did anything come out about his death? He just was like how he passed away. Did he like, did he have anything? Was he sick? Or... So I'm not aware of anything. I, um, I'm a big dancing with the stars fans. Well, I will say it used to be, um, once they, as soon as Tyra kind of took over the hosting, it, it went downhill for me, but I'm, I love dancing with the stars. And he was one of my favorites because I, thank you, Samantha in the chat says he had bone cancer. I was just going to bring up oh, okay. that I believe that he was sick, but I haven't kept up with the show a lot. Now I used to do ballroom dancing and my favorite thing about him is that he was an actual real judge. There was not taking bias because of the celebrity yeah. or because of the professional dancer. He would criticize said that way you would get critiqued if you ever did ballroom dancing. So I just absolutely adore his critiques because I just love how he was able to stay unbiased throughout you know, yeah. the competition. Um, I was heartbroken when I saw the news. He was just Man, I'm sad, but I didn't. I had no idea about him predicting it until he started trending, yeah. and I clicked on the trend because I wanted to see what people were tweeting. I wanted to see what the dancers on the show were tweeting and all that. And then I ran into that article, and I was like, "How creepy!" Yeah, but I, I, I would assume that when you hit a certain age, and if you're sick, you will start kind of like maybe preparing for it. But maybe he really, really was prepared for it, like. Well, sometimes I think if maybe like he, I'm assuming he knew he had bone cancer a year ago. Yeah. Um. So maybe they told him he had about a year. So maybe he he predicted like a year out. Yeah, you you might be onto something with that. Maybe I hate when just, these doctors try to predict. Close. Yeah. Yeah, but don't you get like don't you get weirded out when doctors try to predict based on a disease or you have this much left? Like, how do you know? Yeah, I understand you're in the medical field and all that, but how do you know? Like, how can you give me? Because I see someone, oh, you have three months left, and it's like, yeah. how are we being this specific? How do you know what I have left? Are you like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know what they base it out of, and it's just like, I feel like, I feel like it's very. I get it, right? You have bone cancer, you have a year to go, but we could go tomorrow for something. He could have gone tomorrow for something completely different that had nothing to do with bone cancer. All of us could go at any freaking time. So yeah. when people start trying to predict this kind of things, I always get so weirded out because it's like, while it is the only thing that we have guaranteed in life, the only thing that we know that's going to happen to us is that we will pass away eventually, right? That's yeah. the only thing you know. It's like the problem with that is that it's also so unpredictable because it could happen at any time. So I always get so creeped out when doctors start trying to give you like a estimated time. Like it, it's weird to me. It's, it's yeah. weird because like I said, you could you could walk outside, fall, hit your head and you're done. And nobody mm -hmm. was expecting that. You know what I mean? So it's, just, it's weird to me. I've experienced situations like that where um, we were like we were told, uh, all right, um, you know, so-and-so has four to six months and then and it ended up being two weeks, you know, sometimes they say, oh, you have six months and it becomes nine years. Right. I've seen that. I've seen that too. So. That, it, that's it, the whole thing. And shout out to Samantha who just put in the live chat. Don't take life so awesome. serious. No one gets out of life. I, I 
say try to I like I personally like to learn something new every day. Yep. I think the whole live every day as if it was your last is while it's a good theory, it's impossible because we're busy, yeah. we have jobs. Like if I was living every day like it was my last, I'll be drunk at the beach every day and I just can't yeah. do that, right? So I do think that I like to learn something new every day and I like to at least like tell the people that I love that I love them, like do these yep. kind of things because I do believe that any of us could go at any time. And yep. it's a weird topic because people get uncomfortable by it, but it's yeah. like, it's funny that we don't talk about it, but it's the only reality <laughs> that that's mm. waiting for us. It's so screwed up. I think over the last, I would say over the last couple of years, I experienced like a lot of death around me. Yeah. So it becomes one of those topics. Listen, it's life, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it becomes one of those topics where it's like, it, it almost becomes like second nature to talk about. Yeah. You know? I've and had, then, I, I had a conversation with my cousin recently and I, it, she got so freaked out because I said, I'm not afraid to die. I'm not saying yeah. I want to die. I don't want to die anytime soon. I have a lot to do. I'm yeah. saying I'm not afraid of it because I know it's going to happen, you know? And, and it's, it's a weird, like you said, it's just like this weird, like some people are just not ready to talk about it. And he's like, but you know that you should probably like prepare for it. My sister had a post on social media, which I admire, which is like, when are we going to stop making this so awkward and actually talk about it? Because don't you want to have your loved ones ready? Don't you want to have what's going to happen with my stuff ready? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to pass away and like leave all this stress to like my family. Like, you know, I think, I think those conversations should be, happen more often and not be an uncomfortable conversation to have. Yeah. Except for one time, my family started talking about like my nephew, my oldest nephew was like, well, if something happens to Titi today, uh, her dog is mine. And then like everybody else started arguing over who was keeping Roman. And I'm like, hello, I'm still here. I'm alive. (laughs) Nobody's taking my dog. (laughs) By the way, it is so important. And and for everybody listening and watching, I'm, I'm we're sorry for getting a little morbid here, but right. this, is, this is a, this is, listen, it's a real topic and things are happening in the world and it's, it's, you know, it's a good thing to talk about it in, in a way that we are. Um, but I think it's really important to have a will or yeah. something stated. And I learned this recently. So if I were to write my own will, right. But I don't get it signed or uh, like notarized or whatever. Notarized by a lawyer. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. <clears throat> so what happens if somebody like, well, you're not married and you don't have kids, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're in the same boat here. What happens if something happens to us and we don't have a notarized will? Who will come in and have the power to make these decisions? That's a real question. It would be your next of kin, which most likely is... My dog? Your parents. Oh, not my dog. <laughs> I mean, I would <laughs> like for my dog to make this choice. <laughs> My, my mom always says to me, she goes, I'm putting everything in the dog's name. Yeah. <laughs> that would be me. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Yesterday. It's funny that we're having this conversation because yesterday I sent out a tweet and I was like, if I move on to that, to my next life, don't nobody have a funeral for me. Like, I want no funeral. Cremate me. Tell everybody what happened and make sure that people have a shot of rum in my honor. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all I want. And it was it was actually because I was stuck in traffic because of a funeral. And I was like, God, I never want to cause this much inconvenience for anyone. But I was like, okay, what happens if you put it on a public platform like that? Yeah. Right? Because I for, I personally feel like sometimes that, oh, that's what he would have wanted. That's what she would have wanted. I feel like some people take advantage of that. So um, I, I we've talked about this before, this, the show Succession. I'm all yeah. caught up. I'm all caught up now. All four seasons of the last few weeks, I became obsessed with it. Ah, I need to watch it. 
I'm not going to give any spoilers, but there is a, a recent episode where they the kids find a will or someone finds a will in a safe mm-hmm. that wasn't notarized, wasn't signed by a lawyer. And they question, they even say like, jokingly, should we pretend it was never found? Should we pretend that maybe it got ripped up and threw in the garbage? You know, so these things have been on my mind because I've been seeing things around. And then what happens, if, what happens if I find a will? And, like, what happens if I pass away and then you go to a lawyer that you know right behind, like under the table, pay this lawyer all this money, and they make a will that I made like two years ago that says all of my expensive shoes go to you. And I don't have a will, so people will have to go by that, no? I don't know how that would work. <laughs> I would assume that, like, I don't know. I know this is this. I love how this. This I don't even know how we got into this talking. Yeah. From, uh, <laughs> but it's it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's it's crazy. I do think that people need to have wills. Like my mom, um, is currently going through an illness. Yeah. And she's like, sat me and my sister down. We had this conversation about how she has this insurance. If something happens to her, like funeral costs are paid for this and that. And it was like. It was like a reality check for me because she is sick. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, okay, she would have not told us these things. We would have not known. No. Like this conversation should should be had at least with the people that you know. Like you just told me, say, all right, I guess I'm going to have to go talk to mom and dad. <laughs> you know, but it was so weird that one time though, where my family is all fighting over who keeps Roman. And I'm like, I'm alive. Like we don't need to have this conversation right now. And my oldest nephew decided that was going to come down to whoever wanted to fight him if, if you beat him you can take roman and it's i don't know if you see my nephew but he's keeping my dog <laughs> ain't nobody beating him. is that the boxer which one is the boxer no he's uh he's a sergeant with the marines so oh, okay, yeah i mean okay. he, no, he no trains every day yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said that he's like okay you know what but for the re- my mom's answer made me very sad because my mom was the only one in the conversation who said she wouldn't want to keep Roman. And I'm like, I leave him with you when I travel. What do you mean? And she said that Roman will be sad and it will make her sad because it will remind her of me mm-hmm. so much. And I'm like, that's actually a valid point as well. But it was it was very weird because I felt like I was having an hour. Yeah, in a sad way, it was cute because I see her point. She's like, Roman is going to be so sad without you. And I'm like, why am I crying my own death right now? <laughs> but anyways, that's what my family agreed, that my nephew will go into Hunger Games style fighting. And if you can yeah. beat him, you can keep my dog. That's all we agreed on. Yeah. No, it, it's it's so crazy how our, like, to me, I look at everything, like, because I, I was in the process of the last couple months, like, just, I, I want to prepare a will just like for whatever reason it was on my mind i saw things and i was like maybe i should have that because i do have things that would be considered assets so like right i'm like the one thing that'd be most important to me is my animal like i don't care about anything else my animal is top priority same and 110 percent would would go to my parents but my mom would be the one to take care of her like when that's just I feel like my family would just go in a weird custody sharing 
thing with Roman. Like it might end up being a court case where somebody gets him for three days, somebody else gets him for three. Because Roman is literally me right now to my family. Yeah. Like we're hand in hand. Like I get where you're coming from because I'm like, that's designer shoes. I have a bunch of things. I don't care about that. Please take care of my dog. Burn yeah. everything else down if you want. Take care of my dog. That's all yeah. I care about. <laughs> Well, for everybody listening and watching, I hope that we didn't lose you anywhere. I hope, <laughs> Sorry. I hope, you, didn't, I hope you didn't turn off the, the show because we got a little morbid. But these are really, I, I think, important things to talk about and yeah. discuss. And even if you didn't know anything about this before, hopefully you, you learned something that you can know or value going forward. Because uh, a lot of these things, as we get older, like you start to have to take into account and it's really shocking. Like I, I learned the other day and uh, we'll, we'll quickly get away from this topic as fast as we can. <laughs> I quickly, I, I learned the other day, I saw a TikTok of a real estate guy. Um, he was like impersonating a father and a son. And the idea was he was like, like doing like two different roles, but talking. Right. To, yeah. So apparently when, for example, uh, if you, for example, your mom or dad owns a, pro- a home, right? And before they pass away, they want to put it in your name. So it goes to you. So when that does happen and the house comes to you, you end up having to pay all the property tax, every all right. the taxes that go into that. But if they were to put it into a trust instead of your name, that would go to you, then you don't have to pay all those taxes. Because, wow. it's, because it's a trust. Yeah, which makes sense why you inherited to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's why you always hear the whole trust fund babies and this and that because it goes to a trust because it's a whole different way to handle things when it goes to a to a trust instead of a name specifically. It saves you from going all the hoops and ladders and paying all the taxes and money. That's super interesting, actually. That's really good information. I started going down a rabbit hole. I'm like, these are things that like. That we as should you, all as know you get about. older, you, we should we should know these things, and it's crazy because no one teaches you this stuff. Yeah, no, I've never known any of that before seeing those videos. I don't know how they came up on my TikTok feed, but I don't, well, know. I don't know what you're liking over on TikTok. <laughs> but <laughs> about real estate videos, so that's maybe why like it came up. Like I need I need to I hadn't opened TikTok in a while, and I tried to I posted again today, and I want to get back into it, but. It's so funny because I told you I have my Twitter very trained. Like, uh, it's like wrestling bad bunny and dogs. Like, because yeah. I keep liking that on purpose. So that's what is recommended it's to me. But my TikTok, like, I hadn't opened it in so long that, you know, when the apps like go into like, you have to like re download them. Like, that's how long it has been since I opened TikTok and I scrolled wow. through it today and it was a mess. I was like, God, I need to retrain my TikTok because yeah. I don't know where any of these recommendations are coming from. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, the last topic, oh, where did it go? Sorry. The last topic that I found for today, I actually thought was like a, like a ha ha, but like, kind of like, like, wow. Mm-hmm. So, um, it has to do with John Stamos. It recently came out. Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. Um, apparently when, uh, Full House first came about, the Olsen twins were the babies on the show right. and they were both crying way too much on set that John Stamos actually uh, like campaigned for them to be fired. <gasps> what? And they, and they were, he just, he just, he just uh, spoke all about this on uh, Josh Peck's podcast. 
from Drake oh and Josh. Oh my god, that is crazy. He said they were crying too much all the time. They couldn't get through like their their lines, so that he he had they them. They were fired. babies. He had them fired, and then a couple days later, ended up bringing them back because the other babies they hired were even worse. Mm-hmm. And then That's they went funny. on that, and that was their first acting gig. And then they went on to stay on the show, and you know, little baby Michelle and. It's insane. I can't imagine how much they must have been crying for him to go to these lengths because my understanding in, in entertainment is that they hired twins because of that reason. So if one yeah. starts crying, we'll swap them out, take this one that away, you know. Right. So they're that you can crying. alternate them because there's only so many minutes or hours of taping you can get out of a baby. Yep. So it makes you wonder how much were they freaking crying? And now you get the crying time too, too, because you have twins, right? But that's insane. If you really go down a rabbit hole, yeah. like I remember seeing a bunch of like really disturbing things that, uh, what was his name? The dad had said to the girls, like there, there's a lot of like really weird things that went on at Full House that I didn't need to know about because I loved that show growing up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think too, John Samos was such a big actor. So maybe there was some ego in there like he shouldn't have to deal with this kind of thing like well then you shouldn't be in a family sitcom yeah and by the way this was from the pilot episode he fired them from one day of what well i guess it takes a couple of days to film this but still yeah you're probably right he probably didn't have the patience for them yeah he didn't have the patience he, he they, they couldn't get through it um Did you ever but- fall down the rabbit hole over how bob saget died so I did for a little while because he died yeah. like a few days, I think, after my birthday. Yeah, but there was like a no explanation. Like they just found him there and people thought that maybe he hit his head because he had yeah. like a concussion. Like it's crazy. I still don't feel like we ever got a real explanation. They said he hit his head on like his headboard or something of the bed and then like went to sleep and never woke up. How hard? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Very, very strange to me. It's a know. it's a rabbit hole I fell down to, but there's like this YouTuber that actually like went in the room. Look it up on YouTube. Really? Like the, oh, he's man. knocking to the hotel, which is crazy to do because of four seasons, and those are yeah. usually you cannot just go up to the rooms in those. Somehow he's knocking there. This is like I think his name is Lamont at large. Like he visits like grave sites of famous people and all that. He yeah. actually the the housekeeping was cleaning the room, and they let him in. So he actually got wow. to go in the actual room. And I was like, oh, God, like, it was weird. It was weird. I just never thought that we understood. Like, I get what happened, but it's like, yeah. how did he hit himself that hard in the hotel room? Yeah. Like, how did that happen? Um, but, yeah, that's that's a weird rabbit hole. And I don't want to keep talking about dark things. So, yeah, <laughs> you, you want to go down a, a dark rabbit hole. Look, go look into Anna Nicole Smith. Oh God! Don't even get me started on that one. I already I know everything about that one. Yeah, you know what? I think I don't know if we talked about it before, but society owns Anna Nicole Smith and apology. The way that she was treated when she gained weight and she had her show and she was she had her personal struggles. We know that, but it's like now that you see like this movement of like body positivity and all that, it's like go back and look at the way that Anna Nicole Smith was treated when she came back. you know, with the reality show and she had gained weight. And also E was horrible for just like putting her on TV in that condition. You could tell she was on something. And yeah. you could also tell that her weight loss was completely like not healthy. <laughs> like that was not done the right way. And then you'll find out 
all the stuff that she was taking, not just drugs, but to keep the weight off because she had yeah. all that pressure now of you can't gain it back. It, like, it's crazy. And I, I, I feel like everybody that lived during that era and treated her like that owns her an apology because she was the butt of a lot of jokes in Hollywood because she gained weight. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. Did you ever see the interview that she did with Howard Stern? Yeah. He was the most disrespectful out of all yeah. of them. And but I, he was trying to get her on a scale and kept offering yeah. her money, offer like a gaming console for her son. Yeah. You know, like it was so it was so stupid. And then she said away and he kept like questioning it. And he's just like, yeah. leave her alone. Like it's, that it's, went yeah. viral recently on TikTok. And I'm That's glad people Yeah, I'm glad people brought awareness back to that because it was like he treated her absolutely ridiculous and it was just sad. And they were like trying to get her to admit that she was on something. And it's just like, it, it, she's an addict, like putting her in the spot like that is not the way to help, you know, but back yeah. then Howard Stern is like what some people do now for the views. You know, he was like that person that would ask the most outrageous person, yeah. right. Just to get like people talking about it. Yeah. But Anna Nicole Smith was somebody that was just treated so poorly and, it, yeah. just, it breaks my heart. But have you seen that little girl? Well, she's a teenager now. She looks just like her. Just like, just like her. I think I actually saw the video earlier today when I was on TikTok of like her as a teenager. And wow. like She's her mom. Yep. She's her mom, but she has like a little bit of like more funny, like she's a little more carefree where Anna Nicole was glamorous and like girly yep. and like, you know, with, with her daughter, you can see a more of a carefree, I wear flats, not high heels kind yep. of girl. But every time I see her pop up, because here there you see a video, like an update on how she's doing with her dad and all that. And I'm like, oh my God, like it's creepy how much she looks like her mom. It's that that always was so weird to me because I remember I was living in Florida when she had passed away. And that's when she passed away, which was weird because she was not getting out of the Bahamas. She was always no, in the Bahamas. That was she passed away in the Hard Rock, uh, mm -hmm. in, in next to Fort Lauderdale. And I lived right there. I remember I remember all that happening. They should have taken her to the hospital though. Like they let her stand in the hotel room. They could have saved her. Crazy. That's why I said the rabbit hole with that because Crazy celebrity deaths. <clears throat> a lot of death on the show today, huh? Yeah, Samantha in the chat says, have we talked about Britney doing the strange dance videos on Instagram again? Is she going off the deep end? I saw a report, which I meant to send to you, but I just want to look more into it. But, I mean, Britney's posting really crazy <coughs> things again. I don't know if you've been keeping up with it, Joey, but she, like the last one, she's just wearing like a really yellow cropped up with like very tiny bikini bottoms, tongue style. She's just dancing and people are just thinking that she's just going, you know, um, yeah. I don't know what Britney is doing. Um, I think that like maybe the conservatorship is differently now. She's not fully off of a conservatorship. She's just no. not under her dad's power anymore. Yeah. But I think that Britney hasn't been Britney for years. I don't think that Britney's been okay for a very long time. I just want her to be happy. So she wants to dance half naked and spin on Instagram. As long as she's safe and being looked over because I, I believe that there's something wrong with her and I believe that she's under a lot of medication. I look at it like this. Um, she wasn't allowed to use social media for how long? She wasn't able to do things, live her life for how long? Mm -hmm. How do we know these videos are current? How do we know that these are not just videos she's had? That she, oh, now she just wants to post, but like during that time. So there's no real way to tell. I don't, I don't know. So I don't want to, I, I don't know. Obviously there is anyone who would be in that position, whether famous or not, 
would have mental struggles. One one thousand percent. Um, her maybe a little more because she's in the public eye, but yeah, I don't. I I, I personally don't know enough about. If you what, ever like go down the rabbit hole, obviously there's HIPAA law, so you're never gonna know. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> exactly what's wrong with Britney. Yeah, but the first of all. To get 5150, which is how this whole thing started before she got put in the hospital, put in the conservatorship, I'm talking years ago. For you to get 5150 in California, like you really have to be having a, out of your brain kind of like mental yeah. breakdown where you can't control what you're doing. This is like they're, um, they're taking you in involuntarily and nobody has to say take her, right? And that's how this whole thing started. There's some paperwork that even said that Britney was showing signs of dementia. And it's just like, do you realize what dementia is and that what that can do to a person and the kind of medication that they put them under? Now, I'm not saying that's what's wrong with Britney. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I'm a huge Britney Spears fan, so I'm falling down all of these rabbit holes. And it's just like, if that's the case, this girl might not even remember what she filmed yesterday. Like, let's keep it real. Like, you don't know. We don't know what's wrong with her. I just know that I do feel 100% that Britney's not all there. I agree with that. But, I just don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'm happy that she's not doing concerts or residencies in Vegas anymore because yep. she was doing them against her will. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if you ever saw her concerts in Vegas were on point. And it's like, mm -hmm. I wonder if maybe working might have helped her, might have kept her. That because, could be also. You know, like I, I have so many questions. But again, I just want her to be happy. So yeah. if, if let's healthy. just say, right, if... If spinning around half naked make her happy, then she can flood my TL with that because she deserves at least that. Maybe also to get a little deeper with it, maybe she thinks she has to do that to get love, like to feel to receive love from people. I mean, sometimes if you read I the captions, like and I don't know, yeah, I don't know if she's controlling these captions or not, but a lot of times she'll talk about being criticized or somebody talking about yeah. her gaining weight or the paparazzi catching her in a way that. She, and, and Britney was so used to being perfect, right? Like, I yeah. remember seeing Britney Spears in, in, in 2000 thinking, I, I need that body. Like, Britney was literally perfect back yeah. then, right? So, I think that she's under that mentality that she always has to look perfect and be exactly. perfect. And I, I don't know. You read the captions and it seems like a lot of things get to her. And I don't know if she's behind the captions or not. I don't know anything. And that's a mystery that we're never, I don't know that we're ever going to find out the true story. I don't even know if she's in the position to tell the full story. So it's just like, it's sad. I just, yeah. I'm very, I mean, the anthems that Britney Spears gave us, my first girl crush. Yeah. I love Britney. I love Britney and I just want her to be okay no matter what. Yeah, I feel like her brain is trained to like please people. Like please, yeah. please the masses of people. Yeah, you can't, like, imagine, like, you had to perform since you were little. I mean, she had the Mickey Mouse Club. Like, her mother had her out there since she was little, yeah. always working, providing for everybody. Then your own family kind of, like, screwing you over. Like, it's a lot to go over. It's sad. Sometimes, like, we think we want to be these celebrities or have this kind of life. And you don't even realize how effed up their lives are and how you probably do not want that. It's, like, rather be poor and happy than have all this money and have to go through half of the crap that these people go through. It's sad. It's sad. Like mm -hmm. so many people always want to be, they always, I want to be famous. I want to be this. Like look, look really deep into the celebrities that you love and you follow. Yeah. Their lives are hard as hell. Like it's not yeah. all sunshine and rainbows and attention. It's, uh, 
I, I always I always come back to this, and you'll probably you'll probably agree with me too. I've had these conversations like, do you want to be famous? And I'm like, I don't think because when I was younger, I wanted to be famous. I think everybody has that at one point. And I realized as I got older, like in my late 20s, I was like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want to be I don't want to be famous like that because I want to be able to go to Target on my own will, right? And not and be able to walk around at Target. Yeah, I always, I always come back to that thought. Like, I want to be able to go to Target and be like, not bothered going to Target. You know what it comes down to for me? I agree with you. What it comes down to for me is just people being real, people yeah. being there, people liking you because they like you, and not because they want to like you, because they want to be friends with you, because you're someone. Or like, I I think that that's what turns me off from like saying, "Oh, I want to be famous." It's like, yeah, so everybody becomes yes man, and they're hanging out around you. Why? Are they hanging out around you because they want to be with you because they want to be your friends or are they hanging out around you because of who you are? I would, I'm, I'm a person that's very particular with my circle. And I feel like when you get to that point, it's like, how do you know who's being real, who's not? And we've seen people like in, in celebrities get screwed by friends, by family, this and that, because people just get greedy. <clears throat> I went down the, here we go, the Mariah Carey rabbit hole about her sister <laughs> and how her sister is like, broke and people were talking a lot of crap about how Mariah is not there to help her and then you find out that Mariah did help her with a lot but it's also not your responsibility to take care of another adult person so it's just like it's it's, it's crazy it's crazy how it works not not to promote my own stuff or anything but um I had I had this conversation yesterday with uh Steve Macklin uh mm-hmm. the, the new impact world champion so deserved so deserved and we were taught I asked him I said did you get any like Congrats, congratulations text from anybody like outside of your circle like when you won the title like did you get anything that was like wow like shocking and he talked about a little bit how he got some texts from people like from WWE and NXT and then he started he went into he actually called it clout chasing he's like there's people that will just try to feel, try to be like they know you and they and they know of your store and they're part of it when you win something big like that and I thought that was like it's kind of like what we're talking about now. It's like right. wow, that, that's so like everybody has those things. Yeah, it's not just like normal people. It's it's celebrities. It's 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 middle people. High, whoever the whatever the case may be, that's always a thing with people. The clown chasers. Yeah, and it's yeah. It, I'm a very good. Like, I have a good sense of character with that. Where I know who's my real friend. I, I know who the genuine person is, and I know these are these the acquaintances. Um, yeah. And so when it's crazy though. Friends, the older you get, the more acquaintances you get, and the less yeah. friends you have because you start figuring it out. Yep. And those, the less that you have with those real friends, they actually end up being better friends than you had yeah. before. So mm-hmm. it's like you're trading quality for quantity. And I am all in for that. Uh, same. That's the best advice. That, that's it. That we that turned is- it around. I, my yeah. my circle of friends in my twenties huge. Now yeah. three or four. Yeah. <laughs> But, but they're the best three or four that I could have, and, yep. and I'd rather keep it that way. Yep. Uh, to start to wrap things up here, um, any uh, shows, movies, anything you watch this week? Other no, than man. Funny, main event <laughs> in Coachella, and then main event ah, in so No. So I heard that Evil that Rises was not what I expected. I've seen a lot of mixed reviews. You know, I'm a horror movie girl, so yeah. I'm going to wait for it. I think I'm going to finally watch Cocaine Bear or Peacock at some point. But I no other... 
How was it? No, I saw it was added on there. I haven't seen it. Okay. I I just being on my, um, wait, I did, what did I watch? No, that was an old show. I watched The Mole, the new version of The Mole on Netflix. I finally finished it because every time I'll start it, it will put me to sleep. I don't know why. But I'm not just my typical, I'm still in Survivor. The challenge is still going. They're halfway through the season. So those are still tuning too. But honestly, I didn't get a chance to catch anything this week. What about you? I really haven't watched anything much besides Succession. Now I'm all caught up. Okay. Now I'm just playing every Sunday at nine o'clock on HBO Max or Max now, whatever you want to call it. Who knows? Um, yeah, but uh, no, there's a new show on Netflix I want to watch. It's called Florida Man. I don't know if you saw that. On <laughs> yes, I heard it was very funny. Yeah, um, I need to watch it too. That's my kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then I saw on. Uh, I don't know if you. Uh, I we've talked about this previous shows. All the the platform streaming, uh, the streaming platforms. Uh, I found out recently that I pay for Apple TV Plus or whatever the hell it's called. I had no idea that I was paying for it. No I idea. wonder if it came with the, uh, mine. Like I don't know TV. if it came. So I had like a plan that came with like my T-Mobile when I first got T-Mobile, right? Yeah. And it was like free for like a year, and then they start charging you on your T-Mobile bill. <laughs> I was like, you yeah. bastards, you got yeah. me. Because I was paying so, for it too, and I was like, I don't even use Apple TV. Where's this coming from? Yep. So I had bought a TV, a new TV, like a year or so ago. Yeah. And it came with the TV, like a Samsung, get a free Apple Apple TV Plus, whatever the hell it is. And uh, it was like, it's four ninety nine a month. I had, I had no idea that I've been paying for it for now for over a year. But there's so many things that I watch on there that now, like, if I cancel, I'm like, but I'm gonna miss my shows. Like, I'm gonna right. I'm, right. I'm too. I'm too like deep into it now where i can't get rid of it i'm telling you somebody needs to invent what i told you like youtube tv yes. which is cable but just just do like a streaming platform tv and just charge us like one flat rate a month where we have all of these streaming services paid yep. for it will be so much easier yeah so all of them do have something all of them do have something do. and it's like when you one. yeah i have like everything and i told you for my nephews and my family they'll come to me for the passwords but it's like every time that i'm like okay how do i save money which one do i let go and then i'm like no but i'm gonna miss this no but i'm gonna miss that or sometimes you have that boring night that you open the one that you never use because you're paying for it so why not you know so man i hate it because it's just all over the place i would like just one nice rate for like all of them you know yeah well don't kill me because i forgot the guy's name for some reason it's on the tip of my tongue i forgot Who's the guy who plays Captain America? What's his name? Oh my Chris, God! Chris Evans, uh, right? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. All right. I was right. I don't want to say the wrong name. Uh, there's a new movie on Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus that just came out. Um, it's with Chris uh, Chris Evans and no, not not Chris Pine. Chris Pine is somebody else. Uh, I see in the chat Samantha put Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Chris Evans, I believe, is his name. Captain America. Yeah, uh, the new movie on Apple TV Plus, where he goes on a he go he meets somebody on a like a, on a dating app. They go on a date and then they become like like they they get to know each other. And apparently, it's a really good movie. I don't know what the, what it's called. I'm of no use right now. I'm just describing something to you, but uh, <laughs> it's a movie that I want to see. So that's okay. something I'm gonna watch. Maybe I'll check it out because I do pay for Apple TV and I haven't opened it in way too long. I pay for all this. I'm telling you, it's for my family. I don't have time. You see how much I'm live on YouTube. And it's like, sometimes when I'm not streaming, I'm running around doing my 
things that I actually need to do. And it's just like, I don't have time to watch TV as sad as it sounds. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I got it. It's called Ghosted. Ghosted. Okay. Yeah. Chris Evans and Anna D. Armas. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. Ghosted. Uh, they fall head over heels for each other. And it makes a shocking discovery that she's a secret agent. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it looked... I, I like anything with that guy. I, I always love his movies. He always has great movies. Um, but Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah. So that's kind of what I want to check out. I haven't watched anything, really. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. But, you know. So how's your day going? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a day. It's a day, Joey, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you this. So right now... Uh, where I am in uh, New Jersey, it is 4.11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a beautiful day out today, earlier today, around 12 o'clock. It got dark, gloomy, cold, 46 degrees, Ew. and raining again. Can't relate. I am in Bayamón, Puerto Rico, the home of backlash next week, and it is, according to my Apple, 83 degrees. Yeah, it says feels like 85 did you hear that Bad Bunny said the wrong date last night on Raw? He said May 6th. It's not May 6th. When is <laughs> it? It is May 6th. Is it? Yeah, it is on May oh, 6th. You know what I'm doing? I'm mixing it with Night of Champions, which is May 26th. Oh, my God. Leave up yeah. yo. That segment has been such a hit where I have my mom. Well, my mom always watches wrestling, but even my dad. My dad keeps up with it, what he sees posted here and there, you know, but... Yeah. Like, even my dad is like, yo, what happened last night? Like, I'm like, everybody here is so hyped for it. The only thing that I will say is that I feel like we're not talking enough about Damien Priest also being from here. And that's yeah, driving me crazy. It's that. like, can we at least advertise it as, as, as the local guys going at it? Because I mm-hmm. feel like, oh, Bad Bunny, Puerto Rico, Bad Bunny, Puerto Rico. And I'm like, this guy wrestles with the Puerto Rican flag on his tights every single freaking week. <laughs> like, like, give him some credit here. Like, 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 yeah, obviously they were friends. They talked together. But I'm like, I'm like, I feel like we're not really selling the fact that we have they're gonna it's the poster now and, and the yeah. graphic of the two of them staring at oh. each other goes hard awesome. but i'm like but i'm like can we talk about the fact that they're i'm hoping that we get a chance of priest like cutting a promo before backlash yeah. or right or at least back and forward maybe saturday uh, the friday the smackdown is yeah. here like because i'm like priest is beloved here as well like, he is also from puerto rico and i feel like it's not being talked about enough but the segment last night between the two of them Rock. I thought Bad Bunny was swinging that candlestick with all that he had. I was like, oh my God. When he came <laughs> out to the ring, I, I, I tweeted something. I called him Cowboy Bunny. Cause he- oh, because he sung his, I, I was talking about he sung his Ranchero era. He made this yeah. like song with this like really big Mexican brand. And like, he's, in, he's a marketing genius, right? The, 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 the markets that he chooses to go into. But everybody was like, why is he walking around with that hat? And I'm like, if you knew your Bad Bunny history, you would know that he just released a song. Like, it all yeah. like makes sense to some of us. But yeah, he, I thought that, I thought the segment was very well done. But like I said, I feel like we need to talk a little bit more about how both of these guys are Puerto Rican. And yeah, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican violence in Puerto Rico. I'll take all of my money, but let's give both of them the credit for where they're from. Because if you watch my reaction, yeah. but Bunny's like, oh, May 6th in my house. And I'm like, it's his house, though. 
it's like Paige versus Soraya. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're both Puerto Rican, damn it. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, in the upcoming weeks that we have left until the show, we'll we'll get that. They'll talk something about being both being from Puerto Rico. Like, who's the who's the the better son from from Puerto it's, Rico? Type, type it's about money, but that's a that's a whole different show that we could have because Priest will be considered a New Yorkian. That's what we call a New Yorkian in Puerto Rico, where you're kind of raised more in the States than here. You know, where Bad Bunny's from here, here. Like, we're like, you have to be born and raised in the island to be a real Puerto Rico. <laughs> like, that's that's really a thing here and that yeah. we can go in, we can talk about it for hours. But yeah, um, I think, I think it's fun. Like, it's fine. But like, don't, don't take credit away from, from priests. That's something that they both bonded over when their friendship was first yeah. formed, when they first were tagging together. So I'm super excited for this event. Like a lot of people are asking me about it. And I'm like, I cover a lot of local events here in Puerto Rico. Yeah. And the amount of times that I've been stopped by fans that are going to attend telling me how excited they are because they don't get to see this live. Like we mm-hmm. only get house shows every other year. That's it. Yeah. That's all we get. And techni- typically they don't send their big stars. The last one we got Roman Reigns back in like 2021 and everybody was like shocked. But let me tell you something. And I know we'll go off the air. We'll keep talk- We're always talking wrestling here. But that house show, fun fact, when have you ever seen Roman Reigns, and this is Tribal Chief, Universal Champion, Bloodline Roman Reigns, in the middle of the show? They put Roman Reigns in the middle of the show because Damian Priest main evented because wow. that was the bigger deal in Puerto Rico, right? So that's why I'm so bothered by the fact that nobody's talking about Priest being from here as well because it's like... Yeah. Every house show that Roman has done for the last three years, he's the main event. It's a big deal that he's there. In Puerto Rico, he was in the middle of the card. And you don't see that. You just don't see that. And here, it was it was Damian Priest against Sami Zayn for the United States Championship. That was the main event of the house show. When I first saw that all go down last night, when I Raw, you were the first one that popped into my brain. <laughs> and I, want, and I, I, was, I was hyped that Bad Bunny, like it's Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest in a street fight. At yeah. Backlash, right? Yeah. Then I started thinking, why aren't Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio added? Maybe why is it not a tag team match? Then I started thinking, they're not Puerto Rican, so maybe they're trying to keep this a specifically a Puerto Rican full blooded. No, they should have. They should have added it, and you can have bad um, pin dumb. Yeah. And that way, there's no. Yeah. You know, it can still go on. It can still go down. You see, Rhea's posting some stuff. Dami's yeah. posting some stuff. But um, you think it will happen? You think they'll be eventually added to make a tag team? That's fight? how I would have done it. That's how I would have done it. I wouldn't. I I am from here, and maybe yeah. I'm biased because I love me some Damian Priest, but I adore Bad Bunny. We all know I haven't tattooed on me for Christ's sake, you know. But <laughs> I don't want to see. Priest getting pinned here. I mean, I think him getting the main event, being in the poster is a big deal for him, but if you go back and watch interviews, I've interviewed him myself. Damien Priest yeah. calls that house show the biggest night of his career because he got the main event here in Puerto Rico. Awesome. And he's like, I don't want to see him get pinned by Bad Bunny here. And like a lot of, if you go my social media people try to get me to pick a sign, I'm like, I can't. I, this is this is like, this is feelings are involved here. This is more than wrestling to me. Like I have, you know, my favorite artist in the whole wide world and somebody that I consider a friend. I know Pri. So it's just like, and then Puerto Rico, like there's too many things involved. And if I was booking it, I would have added it and have bad pin Dominic and everybody goes home happy and you don't have Pri losing Puerto Rico. Well, all I can say is that I hope WWE and specifically Triple H 
is watching this show. Right? <laughs> because Bad Bunny said last night on Raw that he is no longer the host of Backlash because he's going to beat that ass of Damian Priest. Which means, which means WWE and Triple H that there is now a hosting gig available for this show. Which means that Issa is available to be the host of Backlash in her house with her guys. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I'm just going to be coming out to the middle of the ring in the middle of that match, like with some mofongo trying to offer a peace offering between the two of them so they make up and become friends again. Listen, you're then already the PM, so this is just... <laughs> Why not? Why not? Call me Triple H, bestie. <laughs> Call another Audible, man. Come on, do it. Uh, Isa, always a pleasure talking with you. It is, I love this hour. Yeah. My favorite and- thing in the world. Thank you for the chat being as engaged as you guys were today. Uh, just, it's always awesome to, to have you guys included. Uh, Anissa, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. I love you, Joey. I love you guys. I love you. And uh, we'll see you next week. We're almost at 30 episodes here on TLR, which is... We'll have to throw a party. Yeah. <laughs> we'll a dirty 30 party. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, For now, it's been TLR, and we'll see you later. Bye. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.